0: The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled, Under the Blood Moon, The End of Days. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one.
1: God and the angels making a blood moon Save us by killing us. Ladies and gentlemen, it is good to be back. I am, of course, Perry Von Perry, celebrating my first day as a free man. And God provided for me, much like he can provide for you. I am, of course, rushing back into things. I'm back with my new show, and we're going to be talking about God. We're going to be talking about the future, and we're going to be talking about what you need to do to keep yourself safe. Now, granted, what people might say about the world ending is they say the same things over and over and over. That's crazy, that it's unjust, that's unfair, right? But God has a plan for all of us. And your kids that never text you, well, they're going to feel really dumb when you have a survival shelter, all right? Welcome to Under the Blood Moon, the end of days. I am, of course, Perry Von Perry, joined by. Two wonderful guests. Um, Billy O'Bobby is a very popular uh, rockabilly man I have with me, and I have sovereign citizen Gabriel Weber Gibson here. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for joining me.
2: Top of the Rockin' Hour to you, Perry. Thanks for
0: having me on your show. I'm a big fan, Mr. Von Perry.
1: Now, Gabriel. I wanted to talk to you specifically. You Mm -hmm. list almost no information about yourself. Um, You are a very mysterious man. You came into the studio today wearing a big trench coat with a hat draped over it, and the only thing I could see was the whites of your eyes for about the first five minutes you were here. Please, tell us
0: about yourself. Well, I'm a bit off the grid. Um, I try to stay a little bit more private it's for my benefit mostly but also for everyone else's um except i mean if you go online you could probably find in the game FAQ's archives me as racist sniper xx24 my post from about 10 years ago will not be removed i keep i've messaged them several times and they won't remove my posts but that's probably the last trace of me that you can find um I am simply a sovereign citizen. I'm concerned about the state of things and where they're going. Um, You know, the end is coming. The signs are everywhere. Chemtrails are always in the sky. You know, you guys wake up, you look outside. There they are in the morning. You can't go anywhere without seeing them. Chemtrails, that's short for chemical trails. That's correct. And you know, that's not only the only thing that's, you know, changing. The water is making people gayer, you know, or want to be black. You know, our food is being, you know, changed against our will. They're being injected with GMOs and hormones and Muslim DNA, and no one feels safe. And places where people once took refuge have been overtaken. You know, they've been soiled, by those very people who mocked us for even finding comfort in it. So like Buff Jocks... And what what might that be? Buff Jocks, you know, Buff Jocks and sluts with huge boobs have overtaken video games for the nerds, for example. This is just an example. I'm not saying this is specific just to me. This is just a, you know, just random example. Uh, They've taken video games from all the nerds for the sake of money and popularity, but they don't really care and they sort of taken something, the last thing that those people had left, the last thing I had left in my life that I felt like was mine and that they couldn't touch.
1: In 2010, I was arrested and sent to federal prison for eight years, just for raising a little money to try to come up with a Christian Nintendo. And you know, this is where we get it. That industry is a vile thing. Um no, I disagree. Billy, I disagree. uh, well... In the light of the l- Lord is the only purity you won't find. Billy, you're a very interesting man. You keep dipping your head in the sink. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Well, 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 thank you for having me, gentlemen. Uh, well, while you guys look to the future for what you're going to do after the great downfall, I'm looking to the past to a better time, specifically the 1950s. I'm the head of the Rockabilly Messianic Movement. Uh simply what we believe is we gotta keep our hair wet at all times. I'm <laughs> God to which no laws of man apply to. I must breed with every woman I s- 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 see to create a new generation of greasers. I see a nuclear holocaust bathing and baptizing cleansing the earth and recreating the world in the images of the film Deuces Wild. <laughs>
1: You know, I think that there's going to be many ways that the world could possibly end, whether it be government, subterfuge, uh, the nuclear wasteland, or uh, or even the purging hand of a just God. But that's quite a picture you paint there, Billy.
2: I think that the best society is a big car running down the interstate with your best girl in the passenger seat, your three other best girls in the back seat, no seatbelts. Marble out the window, one cold <laughs> beer in your lap, right next to a glass bottle of Coca-Cola.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds now, absolutely divine,
0: Billy. I see that you're you're sitting here. You have a sort of like a cool demeanor to you. Very, you got sort of a groove, like sort of a greaser groove. And you're sitting here. He's people can't see, but he's picking at his teeth with a switchblade, even though he has a toothpick poking out the other mm-hmm. side of his mouth that he's not using. So this You got style. You got a he nice He keeps slicing. I can see why he has so many followers.
1: He keeps slicing off uh, chunks of apples and offering us some from the switchblade even though uh, we've refused 10 15 times.
0: Well, earlier he offered me a pack of smokes that he took out from his rolled up sleeve on his arm, and when he he handed me the pack of smokes, I looked at his arm and there was another pack of smokes rolled up in the sleeve that replaced it. I don't know how. I know where it came from, but it just appeared like magic.
1: Everywhere he goes, this uh, cigarette machine from the '80s keeps following him around like a little R two D two.
2: Uh, yeah, that's right. That, that's right, fellas. Uh, had... oh, thank you for the root beer. Mm. No problem.
0: This is from 1950? 54?
2: 1950, 54. Age root beer, sarsaparilla. I've... Just like your sarsaparilla. Daddies. Just popped it off with my b- b- belt buckle.
1: <laughs> I'm really. Impressed that you've been able to make such a, a name for yourself in the community oh, with that speech impediment. Oh, what,
0: what's this? He's made us malts too. Oh my God! Oh, is that pour a, the root beer uh, on. Pour the root beer on. Oh, is a that float. a banana
2: sundae? That's right. <laughs> same 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 type of ice cream accoutrements that the football captain to the owner of the fastest hot rod in town would enjoy.
1: Oh man, these brings me back. Let me hand that that Sunday down here. Mm. Mm. I remember the days of cool guys like you and football players and leather helmets and all kinds of... Everything was great back then. I gotta take off
2: my tactical helmet to eat. This is so good. Certain types of people didn't try to make us uh, all go to one water fountain. (laughs) A better time that we Ah. could recreate once the world is cleansed. Uh, you
1: know, and and I don't even know how you do it, but you're always just appearing out from under cars on a big thing with your white t-shirt all greasy. It's, it's absolutely always, amazing.
2: I'm always squinting at the sun, putting my hand over my eyes like a v- v- visor.
1: <laughs> all right, gentlemen, let's get on track. Let's talk about how do y'all think the world's going to end? And I have my theories, but I'll let y'all go uh, ahead.
0: I mean, I think... There's a lot of possibilities with the way everything's going. Um, You know, like I was talking about the science, certain things happening. You know, how many Chads are going to tell me the best combination Persona 3 for The Last Floor on Tartarus? They don't know that. How How many bimbo girls can tell me what Shadow Moses is? They don't know that, but they're still trying to, like, subverse all this. How can they know what it's like to feel... Uh, a panic attack when you know you'll never touch Cortana's feet. <laughs> or to have dreams every night of the Ansari from Mass Effect asking you to use your guns to protect them from terrorists. So, people like these celebrities like Tade Calypso or Zavin Melbourne are a clear sign that the turning point for people like me who are onto the grift won't take it anymore. So, signs like this you know, the reckoning is coming and these bros and hoes. Who have never played Stalker or Door Fortress are doomed. You know, okay, maybe you have a girlfriend, but did you beat Baal on Hell Mode? I doubt it. I,
1: I, so, I would ask you right now, I mean, uh, well, uh, uh, Gabriel,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: this is a, a this is a, this is a family show, and I wish you just stop cleaning
0: that gun right in front of me. Well, you gotta, I don't want to jam. <laughs> so where, where was I? Um, Anyway, Revelation spoke of the seven headed beasts emerging from the sea. And I believe those seven heads are online personalities like these people, Lesbos, ISIS, EA games, rappers, girls who ignore me, and liberals. And that sea is America. But really, I think the true end of the world. Will come when the Grays realize their full takeover of Earth. Uh, what 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 are the Grays? The Gray aliens are a alien humanoid race from the planet from a planet in the Zeta Reticuli binary star system. It's about thirty nine light years from Earth, I think. And um, that that or they're part of some government disinfo campaign. Either way, once they're here, you know that's it. That's it for us. We're just gonna. The only thing we could do is fight.
1: I mean, through the righteousness of God, I'm sure we could fight some of the aliens. Um, of course, organizations like mine am always preparing people, bringing in shelters, making sure that humanity's future's intact. And I'd like to everyone to please. Uh, take a look at the at the link there. You're gonna see uh, donations page. I'm always accepting donations. Um, a Certain amount of milestones and things like that. I will have room and shelters and things like that. So while this is ongoing and while y'all listen, you might want to check around on that.
0: And it's important because we're gonna need to be supplied and properly armed. And I mean, to be honest, I just want I want to kill a gray so badly. Well, I,
1: I you know I wanna, I'm afraid I want I want, to take,
0: I want to take an HK MR556 we're in a Trijicon TA-31F scope with a piggyback RMR sight and I want to light up its stupid weird little body. Jeez. I want to rip through their heads round after could, round. Could
1: you please keep the safety on? I want that to gun kick there. their lifeless please corpses stop playing and spin with them the, around the, by their feet. <laughs> please please stop playing with the safety there, sir. I want to I'll brain a re-
0: gray with the stock of my rifle. Uh
1: I only think that, through the light of God, your rifle will aim true and strike down many of these weird homosexual-looking aliens. These no-gender... Well, I'm going
0: gender... to need your help. I'm going to need your your leadership skills. I'm going to need Billy O'Bobby's switchblade here, or whatever he, his, his tire iron from his hot rod. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, uh, you I, just... think be, I think you're being a little bit rash here. Uh, for all we know, the Milky Way system is like a great big root beer float. It's a great big (laughs) dance hall in the sky, and all those aliens with the big heads up there, they could be, uh, they could, they could be a wonderful addition to your crew. Can't you just picture a world where we're all living in harmony, we're sliding under their ships on little...
0: No, if you, a great, they're weird, they have weird little skinny bodies and really big weird heads and big eyes and creepy skin they walk around. They got long fingers that they try to touch you with. And they sneak around. And they sneak in your house. And they take oh you my away. Oh, God. And I want to fucking brain one with the stock of my rifle. I want to see its big freaky head split open.
2: Man, you just oh, keep long, pulling long out finger, more guns. Jesus. Long fingers was wh- what's best for playing the bass for, daddy-o.
0: <laughs> That'd be a pretty big bass guitar. I doubt that, that I a imagine. gray alien would want to join your rockabilly band, Billy. Well, I don't, keep in mind all aliens
1: fall. are are created by God, either as insidious agents to antagonize us or sexual mm-hmm. beings in order to tempt us, but the course of action is always to follow the words he left and uh, don't Why fuck not? or kill the aliens unless they try to fuck or kill you and you can fuck or kill them back.
0: <laughs> I bet breaking the ribs is really easy when you think about it. You could probably give one of them just to just a pit bull watch you the- go to town on <coughs> its gross little neck. Just like, give it to a bunch of pit bulls and... Just- could you please keep the
1: guns under the desk you just keep stacking them now Freak Frig- Frig- well, I me mean, there
0: I brought some for you guys
1: just we'll take you a know, look right at now, I them just have
0: this I have this I just have this Colt 6920 with an Aimpoint Pro you know
2: I don't like any of that technological junk on my guns I like a plain old iron sight with a little mustache on it very playful <laughs> is that a Ruger can I see is that a Ruger it is my Ruger MK2.
0: Did you take this off? You... Was this taken off a germ? Holy shit!
2: The owner of the first auto body shop I worked at, uh, Paperclip Autos, gave this to me.
0: This is a real. This is from World War Two. This is like from what what the real heroes carried.
1: I imagine one of your big-breasted women, uh, Billy, would have a impossibly tiny pistol uh, that she would keep between her weird big titties.
2: Well, in one of the uh, origi- in one of the uh, religious hymns that we sing, that's called uh, "My Sugar Time Honey," uh, the uh, ordained priestesses of my religion, uh, who are all women with a sort of weird, straight across canopy bangs and huge weird titties, they like to pull out little guns out of their titties and blow on them every time I sing the chorus, which is, "Oh, my sugar baby's coming out of the oven, gonna blow on her on the windowsill."
1: And you brought a lot of them with you today. I'd like to send a shout out and wave to all your Maud Lebowski looking women over there.
2: <laughs> looking great, honeys. Don't make eye contact with don't make eye contact with these gentlemen. Only look at me. keep away a little bit of your soul every time you make eye contact with another man. Well,
0: Billy, those might come in use when we have to
2: repopulate. Well, repopulation is we are going to recreate the world. We're going to recreate it in the image of the great religious prophecies that came before me. As I've already mentioned, Deuces Wild. Mentioned the Outsiders. On the road. Recreate the, the societies for those magical, mythical texts.
1: And while well, the people are left on Earth's toil and struggle and fight to survive, the smart and the faithful will be underground or on compounds, isolated from society, rebuilding it. And we will be the seeds of a new generation. Now, I first had these visions myself when I was a young boy of 13 years old. And I was brought up devout, but I was pesky. I'd like to get in trouble. My father had planned this and had a uh, nuclear shelter in our backyard. And I would frequent to go back there and I would masturbate. (laughs) It was a perfect place to masturbate. Uh, It was secure. No sound could come out of it, and there was a bunch of nice canned food down there I could eat after I was done or wanted to take a nap. <clears throat> now, one of these days, my father shut it in a rage after having an argument with my mother, and I was locked in that nuclear shelter for 11 years. This was initially perceived to me as a masturbation vacation, and I masturbated some 15, 20 times a day while stuck in that nuclear fallout shelter. Super excited 13-year-old boy. And that lasted for 24 years, and that's the time I found God, really found him, because I masturbated so much that my penis was bent into an L shape, and it still is to this day. And it just goes to show you about the sins of masturbation, the sins of uh, lust, of getting stuck and having no one to talk to for 11 years, so you just keep imagining Betty Boop for 11 years straight. I found God, and I got out at 24, and I started selling all these products. I got some products here today. I'd like you guys to take a look at some of these. You can bring it out now. I got gigantic survival buckets. These are called my food bowls. And what these are are giant, well-prepared meals. Uh, well, ranging are
0: these, are these like MREs? I got those, too.
1: Uh, they are more family-oriented. The key thing here is my fallout shelters that i sell have a unique proposition and that they're aimed primarily uh at making ungrateful children that won't call their grandparents uh you know have to beg and stuff to like that to get in and listen to their stories and treat them with respect but i'd like you guys to Mm. taste uh uh, particularly this. i wish i would have had these when i was a boy. I designed my food bowls to give you stomach cramps and make you feel gross and greasy to prevent masturbation. So I got, a, I got here. I have some ground beef in uh, orange sauce like they got at the Chinese restaurants. And you just eat that like a spoon. So go ahead and try it, boys. How do you feel? Mm.
0: I mean, I just ate the whole malted root beer float that Billy brought us. I'm, I think I'm good.
1: When the time comes, I think you'll need it and the time will come when I believe it'll be God's wrath, and he'll trigger the nuclear bombs that will drive us all underground.
0: I think I'll be Uh, fine. I eat about, you know, I eat like 15 MREs a day, which I'll have like 20,000 calories each, so I think I'm all right.
1: Now, Billy, I've been hearing great things about your compound, about how prepared you are. Would you like to tell us a little bit about it?
2: You see, uh... My prophecy about the end of the world is that in 2018, this year, the Democrats will win back the House. In 2020, uh, Chris Gilbrand will become president. However, uh, the Democrats have given themselves severe mental illness from Twitter. They are going to work themselves into such a frenzy about the New York Times op-ed board that they are going to accidentally nuke Manhattan, which will (laughs) cause off a chain chain, uh, reaction because of the defense pact between DSA and nuclear Zanzibar, which will be a new state in 2020. This will cause an intercontinental uh, nuclear volley incinerating the world. By 2020, 95% of life on the Earth's surface will be wiped out. Only one man is prepared. That man is me. Because I am the face of the Godhead, channeled through the spirits of Gary Tasteman and Joey Popsicle, the great singers and pro- prophets <laughs> of the 1950s, God has spoken to me about the type of safety I can provide. The hub of my compound is a gigantic diner that we all live in with giant vinyl leather seats, almost uh, squeaky in quality, sounding like a a DJ's vinyl scratches that a urban hip-hop musician would produce. But those are only the sounds that are created when you move back and forth in in the booth with your best girl, her produce skirt, running up and down that red-hot vinyl. Now, in the case of nuclear... One malt with two straws. The mating ritual does take place in the diner. When a viable female sees a viable male, they may engage in heavy petting while enjoying the malt. The only dietary items permitted in the post-apocalypse take year zero are charred hamburgers, french fries, and malts. Now,
0: kind of sounds like, you ever play Fallout? You guys ever play Fallout? I don't know what
2: the hell that is.
0: I don't know what that is. It's so a video game. It's like you live in a vault after nuclear fallout and everyone's from the 1950s. I
2: only, I, I only play Assassin's Creed, baby. That's where I learned my
1: Assassin's Creed's the Why most rockabilly, rockabilly video people. game of all time.
2: Smartest games of all dang time. <laughs> Imagine you go back in time, live somebody's memories. Pretty dang cool. Anyway, in case... But then there's no rockabilly Assassin's Creed game. <sighs> Mm, that's another thing we can create after the collapse. Rockabilly Assassin's Creed where you re- relive the memories of James Dean do all the cool things that he did leading up to the box. You can relive, uh, you can relive, the, really you can
0: relive Buddy Holly's one year of success before he died in a fiery plane crash.
2: I <laughs> uh, consider all time before Buddy Holly could be called the darkness.
0: <sighs>
2: now, when the nuclear flooding happens from the continental nuclear volley and the polar ice caps melt, and the world floods, no one will be prepared, except for our compound. We have an arc in the shape of a gigantic upright base. Take <laughs> Two of every stud. Two of, two of every grease monkey. Two of every jukebox player. Two of every switchblade thug. Two of every poodle... Two of every cheerleader. Two of every cheerleader. And two of every rockabilly lizard lounge lizard slut we will repopulate the Earth.
0: <laughs> now,
2: that is for where the reg- the best of the regular people can repopulate. What well, are you guys going to sail to, like the mythical makeout point? We are going to sail to Antarctica, where the Nazis created a secret rockabilly base in 1945. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think that uh, Adolf Hitler was racist. Uh, that is uh, far from the truth. Uh, no, no rockabilly's died during the Holocaust. Now, let me tell you something right here. Adolf <laughs> Hitler knew that the uh, true Jews were not the Khazars that were in Germany, but they were actually uh, American rockabilly's. They were God's Israelites that he was trying to protect.
1: The missing tribe.
2: The missing tribe, and that's why. I- yeah, I think Adolf Hitler was a bit
0: misunderstood. He just, as you told me before when we talked, he said that he just. Uh,
2: Rolled a pair of snake eyes. He rolled some snake eyes, but you look at that man. You you don't look into his eyes. You look into his hair. Was his hair wet? Yes, he was righteous. He had a lot of pomade in
0: that hair all the time. So one
2: of the first rockabilly.
0: Adolf Hitler was probably one of the first researcher
2: rockabilly studs. Absolutely, but the final part of my compound uh, it is a it is a religious temple. It's my mating ground. No one else can enter it. It's my gigantic car. Fifteen-fifty-foot-long <laughs> iron. No seatbelts. Oh, what color is it? The color is a bubblegum pink.
0: Oh, that are the sounds seats one, real Are the seats sparkly. just
2: one big bench? Oh, yeah, it's like one big old bench. It's like you're on a school.
0: And what is what is the stick shift? What does that look like? Because this is
2: important. Uh, the stick shift is a screaming clown skull, similar to what you would see in <laughs> Twisted Metal video games. Oh, you know Twisted Metal? Twisted Metal is one of the things that Badass. formed the uh, New Testament of my religion.
1: Uh, now, in this big car you have, do you got anything hanging from, you know, the the rearview mirror or anything?
2: Yeah, we got uh, two big old fuzzy dice that uh, they uh, symbolize man's mankind's <clears throat> love chosen by God.
1: <laughs> Ugh.
2: I
0: think now, it maybe we might be able to pair up. I mean, we are all come here together, but I've been I've been trying to build up my arsenal, which you guys no doubt are going to need. You can't just be fighting the, you know, the Greys and the Jews and everything else with just uh, Rugers, and switchblades, and uh, Bibles. So I've been building up. I wasn't able to buy. I mean, I got this, you know, this gun right here. I was able to buy from selling Counter Strike skins and stealing from my family, but <laughs> I don't have any ammo for it. But I'm buying a binary trigger for it soon, so it's not loaded. The other ones that I brought for you guys, these ones like yours right here, that one's Jesus. This Christ. one is.
1: All right, all right, just, okay. Just put uh, it away, just fine. All right, fine.
0: I wasn't able to get a gun for a long time because I was I threatened to shoot up my online class, but my dad's <laughs> lawyer convinced them I was. <laughs> <laughs> he convinced him I was mentally unwell because of harp, which you guys understand. Oh, we all of were, course. Before they shut it down, and I was able to, like, because I had like the judges sent me. I had to go to like a retard camp or something for a summer, but I'm good now.
2: I've read many articles well, from uh, Elite Daily that says uh, children who do school shootings are more likely to be honest, good friends, and hard workers.
1: Yeah. Uh, I read an article recently that said uh, that uh, boys who shoot up their schools have a tendency to do the int-J stare. <laughs> it's a it's a look of pure analyzing mixed with a sardonic smile, in case you didn't know.
0: <laughs> the int-J stare is a sign of a true thinker, someone who is, um, you know, they're, they're critical in their thinking, they're very calculated in... They're a little bit misunderstood, so that look, that intJ stare, what you perceive as judgment, you're right, but it doesn't mean unhappiness. It just means that they don't understand what the fuck you're doing.
1: Now, my heart goes out to this generation. Uh, you know, in the '80s, I tried creating a uh, Christian schools project where it'd be a, a series of Christian public schools that were funded by my listeners and, uh, you know, it accidentally, most of them turned into casinos and, and, and the project kind of got shut down and I ended up getting kidnapped for about six years and kept in the basement. But, you know, there's lots of projects and things like that. You can check the, the, the link right there, people who are listening and consider donating a little bit of money so I can get projects like my Christian school casinos back in, up and going.
0: Well, your casinos, those could go along with uh, Billy O'Bobby's little vision here. No, it's almost like you guys could be making after the apocalypse. You could be making a new, a new Vegas.
1: I don't, I don't know what the. Uh, I, I don't,
0: I don't follow there, little partner. I don't follow. Uh... It'd be like a new Las Vegas because,
1: right? I'd have a Christian casino where there'd be no gambling allowed. But since everything was tax exempt, you know, if a kid won a game of shoots and ladders, then we would be
0: able to write that off. Well, you could have like you could have like slot machines that have like bible quotes or you know like St. Andrew's slots stuff like that.
1: I think I'm more worried about food production if my grandkids are going to call me or you know who I can yell at about how right I was is my principal concerns is surviving the apocalypse. I'm not like you boys. I don't have any temptations of the flesh to worry about, considering that my dick is a perfect L.
2: I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to brainstorm here because I am intrigued by this uh, new Vegas idea. We had a slot machine that was called Buddy Holly's Wild Ride. <laughs> <laughs> and if you line up, or a pinball machine, pinball
0: machine. Oh, I guess that's not gambling. Oh, you you guys you guys are into that like pinball. You guys are into pinball.
1: Uh. You can right, have a later. pinball pinball machine that when you win, it makes a uh, the, like the Big Bopper yell.
2: Oh yeah! Now we're talking! Now we're talking! And if you put that into your Christian casino, if we can produce some sort of synthesis between your uh, sort of pagan heresy and my rockabilly religion, we could save even more.
0: Well, you got like I mean, you got like stuff. I don't know. You have like the 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 Adams Family pinball machine, but you could do slot machines like you know the Kendra Lust slot machine. Kendra Lust slots that talks like when you win.
1: Um, what what? The, or you what could do like a, say, you do like
0: a Max Payne slot machine.
1: Is uh is Max Payne is Kendra Lust today, Rockabilly? No, I
2: don't mm. not recognize it. Max means. Payne is.
0: Max Payne is. He wears a leather jacket. He's got big hair. He makes a branched up face. He's
2: he's rockabilly. Wait, Max Payne, Max Payne's that that boy who takes in painkillers, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He's not rockabilly. He's something is, is he not rockabilly? Offensive to say that he's rockabilly. Well, just because he wears leather jacket? He's rockabilly.
0: He's got big hair. He's got like big like pushed up hair. He makes a scratched-up face.
1: No. Now, boys, I think we can sell this. Does he drive some sort of big car?
2: X Men doesn't drive. He's in New York. Uh, I don't New remember. Yorkers can't be rockabillys.
1: Why not? Uh, I've never they seen a, a rockabilly guy walk anywhere, <laughs> unless he's already in a building, I sp- and I sp-
2: it's illegal. Spent several years in the godless land of New York City. I did not see a single one who was a true rockabilly. Well, what do you think were the?
0: What do you think was all those underground clubs in the 1950s? They were in New York. No. That's they, that's where they all played. It was illegal to play an upright bass then in public.
1: It was so illegal to, to uh, sit on the front step of your stoop drinking a big, tall glass of milk. And if the police saw any rockabilly's drinking their milk on the stoops,
0: they would come in and, you know, take them to jail, execute them on the spot. The coppers would arrest the you. They'd beat you with their billy clubs if they saw you making kissing noises at some nerd walking by, and if you slapped the, the books out of hands. <laughs> hey, where you going, freshman?
2: That's what they would say. Yeah. It was uh, illegal to designate anybody as a big man on campus in New York City until 1985.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think there was legal stipulations at the time where if you were. The big man on campus—you physically had to be the largest person on the football campus. I believe that's how that works, and where that term came from.
0: Another thing is that if you were a woman and you weighed under two hundred pounds, they sent you to live with the Italians and the Irish because they said you weren't no woman. <laughs> See that if you weighed under two hundred,
2: that is why New Yorkers will be completely annihilated. Rockabilly breeding patterns follow the beauty standards of Marilyn Monroe, as we all know, was three uh, foot two, seven hundred and eighty pounds. <laughs> Rockabilly. She taught, had a little. She had a beautiful little baby voice. She had a beautiful voice. Just yeah, exactly. Like
1: singing a- like a little child to make all the grown men horny.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, you seem to be. Oh, Perry, you act like you you are acting like that. You don't have any desires of the flesh, and you just you. You're kind of fidgeting over there in your chair. What's going on with you? Oh, turn well, is that L turned uh, turn into a lowercase L or what? What's going on there?
1: <laughs> that L is chronically sideways, is what the doctor diagnosed it as. And you know, I'm still a man and I still have a brain, but I thank God every day that, you know, my dick got broken half, so I don't have to, you know. Suffer from the temptations of the flesh and, and the urge to lock myself in a fallout sh- shelter and try to bend it the other way by jerking off with the other hand. I'm glad I don't feel that no more. We'll I remember that. those beautiful rockabilly women of the 40s and 50s, and where the aesthetic was that uh, you wanted to look like you would get painted on the outside of a nuclear bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful rockabilly women The sexiest,
0: The sexiest women of all time were the ones that were painted on... The one... I forget her name. It 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 escapes me at the moment. But I've posted on a lot of military forums and a lot of military boards uh, because I, I'm i obsessed with it. And I think the most beautiful one I saw was the one... The woman she had... Like her bust was out. Because a lot of them... You see... A lot of them were nude. People don't know that. A lot of them were naked. So she had her big she had her big torpedoes out and she was on the side of the famous bomb, the big bitch. That was the third <laughs> nuclear bomb that was dropped that no one talks about because it was covered up, but they dropped the third nuclear bomb in Japan and the big bitch killed the most. <laughs> uh, I believe the sexiest place. A, a
1: a woman goes is on the side of a plane or on a 18 wheelers mud flaps.
2: There is nothing sexier than seeing a woman with those cone-shaped rosary.
1: Nothing sexier than the, seeing the, a woman. Another with thing a, that's
0: so in the Rockabilly
2: women ankles like a is,
1: can
0: of beans. You see, you no know, women back in the nineteen fifties all were covered in tattoos, like just bad candy skulls all over their bodies. They all right. had those,
1: and just black hair and bright red lipstick and a rose in their hair. A <laughs> Rose in their hair. And a tattoos on the ankles.
2: I lo- I love it when I'm heavy petting with one of my uh, someone from my harem. I roll up her arm, and her arm just looks like someone rolled a skull candy headphone all up and down her.
1: I love the women who get the tattoos that look like they just went into a tattoo shop and said, Just
0: put that wall on here. All right, well, we can talk about the beauties of the rockabilly of women, the most beautiful women, women on the earth but uh we got
1: people to save and we got the world to discuss and if if we get stuck on that wormhole talking about beautiful rockabilly women and rockabilly culture
0: rockabilly compounds i'm currently for for me i'm currently developing real spartan armor from halo real armor that can be worn and i plan on selling it to the military oh you
1: cannot do that son why not? Do not advise you sell your spot armor to the military. Uh, design. Uh, I, I think you should come with me to that. Come to me with that, and we uh, well, will. My uh, plan.
0: My plan is. My plan is to sell it <laughs> to the to the military, so it could fund the construction of my compound. You know, which I'm going to be calling Outer Heaven. Well, so
1: j- just imagine. You give me that spot armor, and we reproduce. You know, we reproduce it and come up with copies and. Hundreds of, you know, Christ cross emblazoned, halo warriors jumping up out of my shelter, gunning down all the grays, all the bullies, all the big booted Judys, and just really taking them out. And that hmm. would be your armor that, and your worth. That's
0: interesting. Work. We, I'm sort of sort of seeing a bunch of rockabilly guys in Spartan armors that are designed to look like crusaders doing halo jumps into the Middle East and <laughs> killing villagers in greys. So this might work. Now, I'm going to fund the construction of my compound, Outer Heaven, and there will be, you know, there's going to be stations to clean your weapons, which is top priority. There's going to be pallets full of Mountain Dew to the ceiling. There's going to be a self-contained network for gaming on the consoles and gaming rigs because we got to stay busy. It's going to get boring. There's going to be a lot of, you know, isolation sitting around at certain points. you I'm, got to be able to pay for, you know, Akira posters, <laughs> Boondock Saints posters. you oh. got to be able to buy real dolls that look like my crush. you got to be able just get the essential living facilities that are going to be required.
1: I'm imagining a rockabilly Spartan armor. I'm imagining it now, like a vision from God, and I see six smokestacks coming out the back of it like a big, badass hot rod.
0: (laughs) And on the front, there'll be a giant barber pole attached to
2: the front (laughs) of the armor (laughs) suit. The barber pole will be like some sort of health bar. When it's uh, red, (laughs) blue, and white, that means you're at full health. When it's only red, that means that the power shields are down. When it's only white, it means you're at half health. (laughs)
1: Oh, God, I'd love to to be in one of those things when a gray alien from the Middle East takes me down to half health.
0: Now you're going to have to stock. We didn't talk about stocking up (laughs) so much.
1: Well, the essentials of what you need in my compound, we prioritize food and water, Um, except I would say in my second internment, in a uh, in a, in a shelter, I was 36 after the incident with the casino schools, and I just straight up fell in one. I just found, I don't know how to explain it. I was there for another seven years, and uh, it was then when the sins of the flesh tried to return, but I blamed it on water. So my facilities will have zero water, only soda.
0: <laughs> the world will be saved by soda jerks.
1: I'm imagining uh, a post-apocalyptic soda, jerks, soda jerk-based it by economy. All <laughs> oh, health insurance—it was the—it was the perfect in the '50s. Where all soda jerks made 50k a year, and they had health insurance and supported multiple families. Not even the normal one. Everyone
0: was a soda jerk, and it was kind of equal. Which is funny because that was during the big red scare of communism. They're basically communists because they're all equal soda jerks. Uh, I do not know how soda jerks, um, are
1: rockabillies, are soda jerks considered rockabillies?
0: I think they're peripherally rockabilly, because you can't have rockabilly without soda jerks.
2: Uh, a soda jerk can become a rockabilly at any time, but even if they're not... It's, it's like <laughs> the,
0: it's like the, a different, um, evolution of soda jerk, or rockabilly.
2: They're considered people of the book. Even if they are not technically fully into the rockabilly religion, they are respected. They only... Have-
0: like, there's, like, Gentiles, Philistines. Think of that. Like, rockabilly. There's, like, greasers. You know. Just think of the Bible.
1: Now, we've spent a long time talking about rockabillies. Because I believe they will be essential to the survival of the human race. Uh, Billy, let me ask you this. Do you think any non-rockabilly people will survive?
0: Hmm...
2: You know uh i i do not believe that in the uh end of times uh, the start of year zero that the uh people should cohabitate but i do see some potentials for new uh civilizations amongst the uh, zoot suits
0: <laughs> they're gonna have to keep the natives alive because they got to run the casinos
2: that's right uh i think there's potential for uh burgeoning new civilizations with the uh with the gearheads, with the dropouts.
1: You know, I'd love to convert to rockabilly, but I just think my third wife would just kill
2: me if well, I tried to put Barbara, her in a she's big... she's a lovely
1: woman. If I tried to put her in a big poodle skirt.
2: Well, what's the problem, dude? Her hair can't form bangs? You can't put her in a big cone-shaped bra? She's got
1: that big southern lady haircut where you look like uh like I can see Barbara Kate in a corset. Lady from Kate Plus
2: 8. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We call that the uh, chop meat haircut.
1: Right, that's what she's got. She's got, uh, you know, that look that, you know, when they have to cut to the preacher's wife at the beginning of the service and the preacher's wife just looks there dead in the eyes. That's what she looks like.
0: Yeah, Barbara, I, like I said, she's a, Barbara is a lovely, lovely woman. I had, I got to meet her just last week when I first met with you and you know, your porterhouse wife is just one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, <laughs> and thank you so much. Um, going back to stocking up, you know, I think you got to stock, like you said, food, which is important. You know, pizza rolls, chicken fingers, tater tots, French fries, food by the foot, Flintstones push pops. <laughs> you know, just this, cheeses, hot dogs, Gerber baby food, um, just good old cans energy of drinks, beans rock, Rockstar energy hot drinks, energy drinks. Those are all essential. Um, uh, but also ammunition is key. Uh,
1: rip it. Energy
0: drinks, rip it energy drinks, uh, high uh, science, um, jolt cosmic brownies. Cosmic, um, Cos- <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- besides that ammunition is probably the priority. So you want us to talk about ammunition, you know, flushable wipes, um, cause you're not going to get rashes with those. That's important. Especially when you get diarrhea from eating those food buckets of, uh, yours. Um, Graphic novels, epinephrine, uh, rock band controllers, every season of Breaking Bad, antibiotics, stuff like that. Mouse pads, big ones, really big ones. Aurora Shack you know, cosplay outfits. <laughs> Watchmen posters. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuff like that. You got to. Normal things all that
1: everyone needs Dragon Ball Z wall scrolls.
0: Uh, oh yeah, Dragon Ball Z fatheads, LeBron James fat heads, Anthony Davis fat heads. Hand
1: painted Gundam figurines.
0: <laughs> Evangelion figurines,
2: uh, Warhammer little, spread out. Little drawing of yourself in Funko Pop style with really big eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Full length Marilyn Monroe body pillow that's three feet tall.
0: Cotton candy machines, cattlecorn <laughs> machines. <laughs> <laughs> Ferris wheels oh I mean like you guys are going with this rockabilly thing doesn't like carnival midways they kind of go with rockabilly a little bit they kind of cross
2: over right no car- car- carnivals are uh it-, it is too. uh
0: okay you're gonna tell me you don't take your best girl
2: to the carnival midway
0: and get her uh, an elephant ear or a cotton candy and give your put your letterman jack around her you're gonna tell me you're not gonna do that uh, carnival is an a positive. At the county fair, uh, uh, county fair is different than a carnival. I- no, the carnival is at the county fair. There's a carnival midway at the county fair. The whole fair is not the carnival, but the carnival is in it. Hmm. This is it's, it's, see, Perry. This is why I didn't want to come on here because I knew he was going to argue with me about this.
2: Uh, you know. This, I told this you. This is honestly a question that a lot of.
1: It was a very specific subject. I told you it would not
0: come <laughs> up. <laughs> I knew it would. There up. is no way this. <laughs> This will come up. Don't worry about it. Do you know how many carnivals I've been to, and the the carnies were rockabilly? How many carnivals they have had... you been to? I've been to dozens. You know, you want to go to the car? You go to the Ferris wheel. You go to Pharaoh's Fury. You go to the Gravitron, the Sizzler, Bumper Cars. That guy has like a two foot pompadour in
2: creepers. Oh, just, and he's got just because someone has a pompadour, they're a rockabilly. Do you understand how ridiculous you sound?
0: Oh, I got Like, I'm not trying to be racist. It's just that's how I perceived it.
2: I thought it went more passive than thinking a Sikh is Muslim.
1: I uh, I have fond memories of the carnival and uh, being six years old and sitting atop another boy's shoulders so I could sneak onto the rides in a big trench coat with an old man's hat on.
0: I thought you were in fallout. I thought you were. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Billy, I, thought I he was, was in 13, when I, he I was he 13 when I went to I the Fallout
1: know. Shelter. I was 13 when I went to the Fallout Shelter originally.
0: So you have... go to the fun house and the guy is smoking a cigarette. He's got a pack of cigarettes rolled up in each sleeve in his white t-shirt. He's got a switchblade. He's snapping his fingers at you holding the Coca-Cola in the other hand with the switchblade in it as well. Ice cold Coca Cola. Ice cold Coca Cola. You're gonna go. That guy's cool. I want to be that guy. If you get that feeling, you get that sense. You know that guy's gonna be rockabilly. Sounds
1: pretty rockabilly sounds to me. The rockabilly
0: he, sounds pretty well,
1: rockabilly. First to me. Rockabilly.
2: First of all, let me debunk you right here. In what what what, what type of what type of uh, bottle is that Coca Cola in there? Glass glass bottle. It is not. The Carney will only drink from plastic. Nope, this guy's drinking glass. I uh, ever wonder that
1: maybe the gray aliens have already arrived and are trying to undermine the rockabilly population they feel will be their enemy by taking any opportunity ever to discredit rockabilly. Well, the grays have
0: been known to subvert the rockabilly uh, the rockabilly culture because that's when we first knew about them. It was in the 1950s in Roswell. I <laughs> believe. This is, like, this is like, this is grade school shit.
1: I believe that Buddy Holly was on that plane, and he was about to deliver his speech at Congress about his investigation into the graves.
0: At Roswell, yes.
2: Uh, I, may, I may be speaking ahead of turn, but you know, despite our disagreements, gentlemen, I think that you should be privy to the truth. Buddy Holly did not die.
1: Oh, my God.
2: What happened? Tell I knew me. it.
1: Is he alive?
2: Buddy Holly, I want to give him a gun. Buddy Holly ascended to the heavens. Now, the gods of the chariot, there were gods of the chariots all along. There were big cars, the big saucers that the uh, Grey aliens took to earth. They they introduced uh, giant jukeboxes and, uh, and and rupier floats to uh, Mesopotamia and the breadbasket of civilization. Uh every every millennia they would check in on humanity to see our progress. They would get upset by seeing the religious wars of europe no one punched they'd get upset by how small our appliances have gotten (laughs) that that, that is what that is why they are going to help us cleanse the earth but when they saw buddy holly the idealized man the perfect child of their creation and he's very small he was like a gray himself yes he was very long skinny fingers but uh but he was also a child of man too he said those little squinty eyes as opposed to the Big old saucers that those gray fellas have. They poached him and they said, You are you are you are an ascendant being. You are an indigo child. <laughs> In this guy. And now Buddy oh. he is a grease monkey for flying saucers.
1: Oh my god. It mm. makes a lot of sense. All them songs where he's singing about, you know. Borrowing his daddy's car, he was talking about fixing and flying a spaceship.
2: He was calling. Well, what he was well, calling what about heavenly creatures? He said, "There's, a lot, of, me. Ooh, like there's a lot of."
0: I feel like there's a lot of. what uh, they do? I feel like they've been trying to drive us to the oceans. I think the Greys may have a lot of control over the oceans. That's why they're trying to get a lot of people surfing. You know, back then. <laughs> That a lot of people, <laughs> know, they're controlling it artists to make songs about going to surf, and that's all they did was surf.
1: Trying, trying to get people to surf and trying to get them to go to the hamburger stand.
2: They, they, well, you know, the surfers, they were our historical enemies, and they told the great prophet James Dean, deliver us 50,000 foreskins of surfers, and you will listen too. <laughs> in turn, that now, led to the Korean War. That's why I went to Korea
0: in the 50s. Now, as James Dean did,
2: Oh James Dean didn't die either. that was that was also covered up. that's right. James Dean he he said he was uh, there was a uh, different faction of greys who ride on sort of a uh, sort of uh, thinner, thinner space modulation. And they saw him they saw him defiantly doing the coolest thing a man could do, which is grimace in the wind. And they <laughs> their, their descendant in the flesh. and they picked him. They vaporized his Porsche that day. And all the small amount of people thought that he had died. And uh, it was the greatest strategy of all time. But now we bring this all to now. And what was the, it, it, g- it was was the big, big Bopper's dead though, right? He's dead. No, big right? Bopper's fucking dead.
0: Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Unfortunately so is Marlon Brando, which is another legend, but they got to him with you know, he got overweight. And they got to they got to Brando and they got to James Dean. They were, I mean, in the same, sort of the same league. You know, handsome guys. Brando, Brando was. Not, 1950s stars. Brando was not the same league as James Dean. You know who was? Well, well was like he was step if, if if James Dean was a general, then Brando was a colonel. You know, they were they were targeted by the Grays. One, because they were the first men to fuck a motorcycle. Two, <laughs> because they were so popular and they had so much control and power over the youth, in the U.S. and when the american bandstand ended that was when the gray sort of relinquished their power for a little bit and then they took possession of it later on in the 60s again with the beatles and then the the brits had to deal with that for a little bit but then they took over they took over as well but you know that's i mean that's where they got those haircuts they're Look at those
2: haircuts. Those are alien. Now, fella, you got the right idea, but you got the wrong guy. The Greys sent us a signal when they took on their final child, Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker was one of the only creatures, of the, one of the only, the only men of the modern day who was living the rockabilly ethos of being sort of symmetrical faced to mental dullard who would uh, stare into the wind. So, <laughs> blonde, hair, blonde hair, white eyes. Perfect, Makes sense. perfect slick back hair. Laconic, strong.
1: A uh, male bimbo in many ways.
2: Yes, uh, it was the Greys sending us a single that we need to bimbo-fy ourselves.
1: <laughs> now, the Greys, are their intentions when they bimbo-fy us to use us as pleasure?
2: No, they want us to return to the state we were not creation. At the very state of creation in the garden, we were all bimbos, prancing about the world, happy, free. That was until original sin came. Original sin was the, uh. was the judge in our speeding trial who told us to go to technical school.
1: <laughs>
2: oh man!
0: <laughs> oh, rest in peace to all those guys who are up there now in the great casino in the sky.
1: Now you hearing Gold. this here,
0: folks? The, the great roadside diner in the sky, wherever they may be, uh, you know, kicking back, eating some French fries or a hot dog or a hamburger. Or a nice strawberry malted with the best gal. Uh,
1: the average day for them in heaven is they get a milkshake for breakfast and then they go change the car's oil and then they eat hamburger and fries and then they change their they car. They toss the
0: pigskin skin around, maybe the place. Change some balls the oil a couple more times. It depends on the you know, the time, but
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard a lot of interesting theories here today about rockabillies and gray aliens and how the world's gonna end and i'd like to just remind you the links right there to donate uh that's just gonna be you know donating to under the blood moon the end of days with perry von perry i'm back i'm out of jail and i'm ready to start taking your donations and doing god's work again i'd like to uh dedicate this last segment uh to my new product that i'm coming out with it's the food bowls i mentioned earlier right these are mm. called the food bowl survival buckets and i got a lot of really great food in there now the food is not oriented to be healthy it is oriented to mess with your bowels so you feel too sick to masturbate i got cut up hot dogs i have a 10 pound bucket full of just cut up hot dogs with a little bit of barbecue sauce squirted on them i got fried pickles I got hamburgers and mushroom gravy. I got an Asian burrito. I don't know what that is, but it sounds pretty weird. I got a Mexican egg roll. I got one bucket that's just a bunch that's of tilapia. So a bunch of tilapia mixed with beer. <laughs> I have Cheez-Its mixed with Doritos and hot sauce, and I call that the chaos bag. Mountain Dew, Sus vide olives with no pits. I have Fun Hummus, which is ice cream. No water, only soda and juice. And each bucket you get, you can order the full set, and that'll be about six months' worth of food, and that'll cost you about $1,200. Now, if you're talking about six months' worth of food, it's well worth it. We transport it to you. These buckets will stay good forever. You can put them in your rockabilly compound. You can put them right next to... uh, You can put them in the big upright baseball, so keep one in your car if you get hungry. Now, these buckets are guaranteed... To prevent you from masturbating, you're gonna feel terrible after this. And I got out. Uh, they're just full hamburgers that are dipped in mushroom gravy, and uh, like you guys to kind of dig in here and look at the cameras over there. I want you guys to tell me just how great it is and how how little you want to masturbate right now.
0: Oh it's uh, it's it just smells strong enough where I don't need to. I don't need.
1: To I you know I I, pl- I played with your fuck you know you I did your gun shit eat the. Eat the fucking hamburger, all right? Eat I'm the hamburger. hungry. Eat the I'm hamburger. Not full- mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Wonderful. Do you <clears> feel <throat> any urge at That's all to fine. masturbate? Well, not now. Fuck. Uh, that is working, folks. It's pure from the mouth of God. Maybe when spoke I, like, to me.
0: All right. Well, now that I'm looking down my uh, ACOG sight, I feel like it again. I'm pointing it right at your head. <laughs> Please really stop pointing this. the gun at me. I'm looking at Billy O'Bobby. He's got the twinkle in his eye. I'm looking at him with my other <laughs> stop eye. Stop pointing
1: oh, your guns at that us. Down right. Settle right down. Think. That's not a motor. I told right you now. that. Right now. Right now. I mean, there's one in the chamber, uh, but there's
0: no magazine. All right. Fine. Think fine. about Cortana.
1: Fine. Settle down. Think about the Cort- Cortana girl. Well, you I'm gonna always... pick up
0: the gun again and point at your head if I'm thinking about it, Cortana. Look what you're goddamn. Why would that make you want to shoot me?
2: Look what your Do not think about Cortana. I can't
0: explain that. I can't explain that. Your goddamn food bowls made this boy homicidal. Ugh. All
1: right. Well, maybe I should have gave him the Asian burrito or the Mexican. Maybe egg go
0: out for a ride. We're gonna go out for a ride in, uh, in Billy's hot rod. Maybe they'll get some like cool air in my face. We're gonna
2: go on a we're gonna go on a cruise the old fashioned way. We're gonna go watch now, now, high how high school rods, football games. Hot rods used to be no headlights, no airbags. No seatbelts. No brakes.
1: I think you fellas are going to drive down to the local high school, and you're going to watch the football game from underneath the bleaches.
0: I'm going to make some cool spits. I'm going to hawk some solid loogies into the ground at my snakeskin boots. We're going to play
2: jacks. <laughs>
0: he's, teaching me how to be, he's teaching me how to be rockabilly, so that's the plan. In exchange, I'm giving him a
2: uh, an assault rifle, and I, I, in turn, will alter the assault rifle to uh, make it conform with my religious views.
0: You just—you told me you're just going to paint it like a barber
2: pole. <laughs> well, yes, the, it's to yeah, signify his health it's ball. To the, to the late man, it's just painting something like a barber pole, but I'm doing so much more than that. But never mind, you're going to learn.
1: That has been my hour. Uh, that has been Under the Blood Moon, the end of days. I see Billy O'Bobby's car pulling up in front of the studio right now, making a whole lot of noise, shaking the building up. I think your ride's here. Gabriel uh, Weber
0: Gibson has been my other uh, guest. He's honking. You hear him? He's Our, honking.
2: He's ready to Gabriel go. We'll hop in. We are going on a no headlights cruise down the railroad. <laughs> Just okay. in the middle I got of the night. Nothing bad will happen to us.
1: Oh, I, I bet you boys are going to end up down at the quarry with your boots off, touching your feet to the water, talking about your best girl or your best couple girls.
2: Well, I have a harem of best girls, but uh, I think I can get Gabriel there sooner or later.
1: All right, well, thank
0: us for having
2: us, Perry. Uh,
1: it's mind. been my pleasure, gentlemen. Uh, good luck on you, Uh Good luck becoming Rockabilly.
0: Thank you very much. Now, getting it. Is that yeah, Was that
1: yeah. now he's getting it. Very good. All right, gentlemen, thank you. This is Perry Von Perry signing off. The world's going to end soon. All right, have a good
2: night, folks. Sayonara.